You are listening to A Date with Sugar and Spice. For the next hour, we'll discuss every culture's favorite or least favorite subject, dating. So put on your best outfit and grab your family album. Because today we are exploring the horrid world of first dates. Um, Ansley, first dates are not horrid. They are actually the worst. You know, you know, I don't I don't want to start off on a bad note on this podcast because I think this podcast is supposed to give hope to all the the single adults out there. Or so. maybe advice and know how to be, you know, realistic in terms of dating. Or, you know, have hope that they can date and that everything will be okay. Realism and hope are not opposites. I think in this case it kind of is, but that's okay. You know what? I'm going to agree to disagree on this subject. Okay, fine. At least for now. But <laughs> just you wait. <laughs> but since it is our first podcast and we do talk about dating, I think it'd be great if we went on a first date right now. You know what? I'm really flattered, Cassidy. <laughs> I don't, um, I'm straight. I don't, oh. I don't know if that's clear or not. Um, a lot of people do ask me out, so I appreciate um, the sentiment. Please stop. But <laughs> <laughs> while you just, you know, just, no, just, just stop. I don't mean with you. Um, so ego. I don't know what you're talking about. I think I'm very realistic in mm, the way people treat me. And humble. Shout out to your um, characteristics on your resume. Yeah, of course. I'm humble. Ask me on it. It's literally just one page that says I'm humble. (laughs) Just in really big font. No, teeny, teeny, tiny font. (laughs) Oh my goodness, with a period? Yep. Oh, perfect. (laughs) Glad you at least uh, have good grammar, punctual. Nope, that's grammar. I'm going to stick with grammar on that one. Anyways, besides the point, (laughs) I mean with our audience, Anne's. Yeah, I yeah I see what you did there. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Because in a way, this first episode is a lot like a first date, right? Yeah. Have to introduce ourselves. You have to, like, get it over with and in order to enjoy. Ansley, this podcast <laughs> is uplifting and not negative. <laughs> I'm not being negative. I'm being realistic. <laughs> no, I just figured that, I mean, if these people are going to be stuck with us for an hour every day... They should know who we are. Yeah, exactly. I get you. So... I will start off All because, right. you know, start off on a happy, uplifting note. <laughs> I don't appreciate this already. <laughs> so, um, because our podcast is called A Date with Sugar and Spice, I don't know if any of you guys have noticed, but I represent the sugar side of things. Um, because I believe that dating is supposed to be fun and exciting, and it's supposed to be something that we enjoy. And you know what? Some people may call me a basic white girl. Me. Yes. Mostly just you, actually. No, everyone else does, too. Well, that hurts. At least I say it behind my back. <laughs> you just say it to my face. Hey, real friends are honest friends. <clears throat> oh, is that what we are now? Well, yes. you didn't want to date me, so. <laughs> <laughs> friends zone! <laughs> it's okay. It's where I operate. I like it there. <laughs> but I just love romance. I love everything about it. I love the idea of a guy bringing me my favorite bouquet of flowers or sending me a good, like, a cute good night text. In fact, like, I thrive in those moments. I live for those moments. I think it's just so sweet when a guy goes out of his way to make you feel special and feel beautiful. Because I think, well, at least, (laughs) I think most of the population of girls would also like to feel that about people. And you know what? Honestly, Ansley, if I could live in a rom-com the rest of my life, I would. And I would be perfectly happy living there, too. You know what? When I look at you... Cassidy Harmon. Oh no, this is not going to be... You are literally a walking romantic comedy. Maybe a little less comedy because you think you're funnier than you are. No, I am funny. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My name in Celtic means clever and by clever it means funny. Sure, yeah, those are the same That's my answer. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I mean, I, I think I should be clear. It's not that I hate 
dating. I just, I hate dates. And a lot of the stuff you explained, I understand how a lot of girls you know, feel that way. They love the flowers. I don't like flowers. And they love the cute or little Or they text. can bring you chocolates. I don't really like chocolate. Okay, then they can bring you some organic nuts. Yeah, that doesn't feel loving to me. <laughs> 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 but, but, You're difficult. Let, but let's be real. Like, I was, I, I, okay, I'm Ansley. I definitely represent the spice in every situation. Yes. Um, but I think that's what makes things taste good, you know? You need some spice in order. If you had too much sugar, then you would be in a beautiful sugar, what's that word called when you, like, have, like, cookie? No. <laughs> a sugar rush where you just, on top of the world, you were just like, yeah, let's do this, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, and then you crash really hard. So I'm here as the spice, <laughs> as the little pinch of salt to make sure that you don't A little crash. pinch? You're like the cup of, like, salt. You've been like, mm, nope, nope, negative ghostwriter, uh-uh, not gonna happen. Um, I wouldn't like to consider myself a negative person, but I should be clear. I was raised by two older brothers, okay? Okay, but I also, I have three older brothers, and I still turned out like this. Yeah, but you also have a lot of older sisters. You have two. Really close. You have two. You're ruining this entire thing. <laughs> Who's your best friend growing up, Cassie? Because mine's name was Caden, and then the next one was Hayden, and then it was Zach, and then it was Kyle, and then blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I just read a lot of books. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now we're seeing now we're seeing our, our differences as children. Um, all all of my best friends growing up were guys, and um, my brothers were my life. You know, so I think from a very early age I was very comfortable around guys, and so in a lot of ways I think like a guy, and and because of that I think I can bring um, a lot of thoughts into dating for a lot of girls, right? Because I understand. I understand what it's like to be a girl. I'm a girl. I still am feminine. Oh, you are? Um, I'm glad we just got that on the record. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> are you proud of yourself? Yeah, I am. <laughs> you could do better. <laughs> um, it's a long podcast. <laughs> it's a long time to be stuck in a room together. Um, but, but really, like... I, I, th I would see it as being more realistic. I, I see a wider perspective, and I, I feel like I need to be grounded in order to make sure that everyone's being understood, right? Like, yeah, sugar rest is fun, and you're up in the clouds, you're on it's cloud great. nine. Yeah, but then you fall, and you fall hard, and it hurts. No, and I'm not here, all the no, time. Listen, but There's I'm the one at the bottom just, just waiting to right catch you. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know who the trampoline is? Me. I'm the one that pushes you back up there. I'm, I'm showing you how to, to make sure that, you know, the guy is still being understood because a lot of times girls be crazy, okay? Valid. Yes. So I think, I think it makes sense to, to keep yourself in check when it comes to expectations, especially in dating, because it is an important part of life. But I, I really don't think that, uh, that you should just, like, walk around skipping and just want every boy to date you. I never walk around skipping. Yeah, but you want every boy to date you. So no, you're just like, there. No, just like half of them. <clears throat> but, you know, Some to, of them are too young. Well, to contrast your, you know, truly basic white girl mind. I own it. I'm, I, I'm glad you do. Uh, I would consider myself the black angel. The black angel? <laughs> that came, I was sent here to keep okay. you. <laughs> no, Can we go back to the humble comment? <laughs> My entire resume, of course. Um, <laughs> I was sent here to keep you and everyone else grounded. And I think it's I think it's important to be grounded. Yeah, it's good to have your head in the clouds for a little bit, but at the end of the day, you need to make sure that your expectations are kept in check. Well, okay, that being said, I think I can be grounded too, but I just always like to look for the best in people and situations, and I get excited really fast, and I'm not ashamed of that. Like, 
I love those little moments that like get me up on cloud nine. Like I will happily stay up there, but that's what I think is so great because I would say in general, I'm more very positive and I think of all like the what ifs with boy scenarios. Like I always think what could happen with them. Whereas you're just like, no, this is very re- realistic of what is happening where I think of like, this could happen or this could happen. And you're saying like, no, this is what's happening. Which is why I think we just make such a great combination because I give people the, yin the, and the, yang, the yin and the yang. Yeah, the yin and the yang. Because I give people the chance to like dream and to hope and see what could happen potentially. And maybe nothing will happen. And you know what? A lot of times with the guys I've dated, nothing has really happened. But I give people like the idea of what could possibly happen. And what's great about you is you give people like this different perspective and this different paradigm of like what is actually happening to help keep them grounded. And so I think it just works so well together to show that dating has so many different perspectives and ways to look at it. And neither one is better and neither, like they're both good in their own different way. And I think what's important in in terms of this podcast in general and and why you and I are doing it together is dating is always in the extremes. Like you're either on cloud nine or you're like in the dumps, right? And it's really hard to find that like happy middle space unless you're like happily married. Yeah, like that's right? the only time you're in yeah. the middle. And and <laughs> let's be real, we hate married people. No, no. <laughs> um, they're great. Like I'm I'm happy for them, but please don't talk to us. <laughs> you're boring. But, but like really, really at the end of the day, I I wouldn't consider myself a cynical person by any means. I I am I am an optimist, but when it comes to dating, I think because I do understand sometimes where the guy is coming from that like there's not just one way of doing it and I think sometimes as women and I'll include myself in that we kind of get this tunnel vision we have these horse blinders on of what's happening and we're like oh my gosh she didn't text us back how dare he he's cheating on me and I've thought that before oh I know you have (laughs) and then I'm over here and I realized no 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 wait guys genuinely kind of suck at texting so like there's so many other possibilities that could be considered so really it's actually considered more optimistic if you think about it and not I'm not trying to outdo you we both have optimistic traits right Mm -hmm. but but they are manifest in different ways you you think of the what-ifs in terms of what could happen yeah and I think of the what-ifs of, like, what could be going on to explain whatever behavior is happening. Well, right? one thing that I like is that in, like, so many situations where I've come to you in boy situations and told you everything that's happening, but, like, just like you're saying, I'm just seeing it, like, one way. And then you explain it, like, oh, well, have you ever thought about it from his point of view or what he's doing? And then, like, <clears throat> I don't want to, like, you know, work on your resume here, but, mm-hmm. like, you ended up being right some of the times because you did think like a boy – which is totally different how I think. Like, I am wired like a girl. Like, my my brain is just, like, a mess conjunction of wires all, like, intertwined. Whereas boys are, like, very simple. Like, you have these boxes. You open a box. You talk about something. Put it back in the box. Put it away. And it's very simple-minded. And I think with girls in general, we just, like, overthink and overanalyze and just think worst-case scenario or best-case scenario. And what's really nice... But those are, like, the only two scenarios sometimes. When yeah. Really? There's a lot there's more. There's so many veins that could be pumping but it's just hard to see sometimes and that's what like I think is great about your perspective is that you're showing that there is another way to look at things I mean sometimes I am right about my situations yeah but sometimes you're right too and I think that's great to show that anything is possible in the realm of dating yeah (laughs) and in contrast like because I do think like a guy sometimes I I think imagine like two like super chill dudes like trying to date like nothing gets done like nothing (laughs) happens right because I'm like ah yeah whatever and so you're there as you know my opposite as the the white side being like huh Ansley maybe you should 
you know, you have to, like, kind of kick me in the butt sometimes because I am kind of like, nah, whatever, that's fine, <laughs> you know? And when it comes to dating, like, not that I don't take it seriously and not that guys don't take it seriously, but but sometimes you can get stuck in this rut, right, of, like, ah, uh, well, it's too hard. I don't, like, don't want to do it. And, oh, there's this one thing that happened, and I'm not, I'm not going to read into it, and I don't want to really worry about it, so I'll just, like, blow it off, right? When you're there to to kind of check me and think, okay, Ansley, maybe this time around you should, like, think about what it might be like for a guy to try to date you, because sometimes... (laughs) I feel bad for him. You make it really hard. It can be really difficult. She don't like flowers. Don't give her flowers. (laughs) And she doesn't even like nuts. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's just not romantic. (laughs) What? Okay, then what is romantic to you? Really, I think the true term romantic means to be in tune with the other person and their emotions and know what they want. So, like, so for, for example, me, if you're like, romantic. I want an egg sandwich right now, and then he just shows up at your door with an egg sandwich, that is romantic to you? No. I mean, I like food, so, I mean, that, that I could be considered Well, romantic. I don't think love is just, like, expecting everything and and assuming that what you want will just, like, show up in the arms of the person, right? I think true romance and true love comes from understanding one another and taking the time to get to know each other on on a level that um makes sense to both of you right like the guy that you're gonna date is going to know that she loves flowers she loves the chocolates you are the walking cliche right which is fine and it makes a guy's job real easy (laughs) and unfortunately for me like I don't like I don't really like the giant box of chocolates and yeah if you give me roses Yeah, yeah, you like the Nutella. But see, that's, like, not my jam. Like, oh, you want a cute romantic night when we, like, drink hot cocoa by the fire? Ansley don't like hot cocoa. Don't buy me hot chocolate. Please buy me hot chocolate. Right, but if someone takes takes the time to know me, then they'll know, okay, maybe hot chocolate's not the best bet. Okay, if I give her flowers, she will genuinely not know what to do with them, right? I would much rather have a guy just, like, want to hang out. And, like, go on a crazy adventure and know that that's what I would like, right? For him to show up and be like, let's go. Let's go on a drive. Let's go on a hike right now. And, like, scenery. Like, that is my thing. That is my jam. Sunsets all day long, son. But but really, I don't like the trying to be smooth and everything. Like, just be my friend. Right? Well, and, no, I do, I do think if you're dating someone, I think through dating someone, they become your best friend. Oh, so yeah. I agree with all those things. Like, I think... Yeah. Like, I know I... I am a walking rom-com, but, like, yes, I enjoy flowers, but even if a guy was just, like, hey, like, let's go for a walk or let's go hammocking, like, I would also love those moments because mm-hmm. those are things that I like to do, and so I agree with you. Yeah. And it's only, like, through, like, dating against, you know, someone on that level, on that romantic level, figuring out, like, what they truly would want mm-hmm. that, like, makes dating the best. That means... It goes back to what you were saying about first, like, first dates are horrid, but, like, the idea of dating isn't horrid. It's actually, like, wonderful and beautiful. Yeah, you want to have a companion. You want a best friend to spend the rest of your life with. Like, who doesn't want that, really, right? Yeah. But I think why I don't like dating is, for me, like, what I want out of a partner is a true friend, and everyone wants that, right? But even to get to that partnership level, I want a friend. I don't want someone who's just going to, like, take me on a date and then take me on another date. There was genuinely a guy, no, listen to this, there was genuinely a guy that took me on one date, and it was good, it was fine, you know, it was a first date, so, okay, it sucked. Um, Not all first dates suck, continue. 90% do, in my Mm. life. Uh, In your life. (laughs) Like we said, you're very hard to date. (laughs) Um, But I'm easy if you just realize that I think like a man. 
but men aren't that smart to realize that. <laughs> uh, see where my issues come from. <laughs> no, but we got on a first date, okay? And then he took me on a second date a couple weeks later. We, like, texted a little bit in between. Then he took me on a third date. On the third date, he asked me where the relationship was going. And I wanted to grab his face and be like, blank. I'm not going to say his name. We have spent a cumulative of, like, six hours together. And sure, we've gone on three dates, and for some people, that's, like, the number. After three dates, you gotta, like, know, are you guys gonna date? Like, what's happening? We need a DTR. And I was freaked the cuss out, because we really hadn't spent that much time together. And sure, no, that's yeah, we too spent, fast. That's yeah, too that, fast. That, that, that's an extreme example, but a lot of people, and that's fine that you go through dating like that, that you go on the three dates, and, and maybe there's a lot more time in between, and you're spending more time together, but really what I wanted... And if he, if he maybe took the time to understand this about me, and this is what would make someone romantic, right? Um, then he would know, oh, Ansley just wants somebody to, like, chill with. So I don't need to take her on a second date. I could take her on the first date and then just, like, call her and have her come to a, a party with me. Or call her and let's go on a hike. and Right? Like, doing things that friends do. Right? And, like, being content in the friend zone. And we can get about, like, talk about that later. But, like, the friend first policy, I think, is gold and I know you believe in that too but you you also see dates as an opportunity to get to know that person and for them to become their friend but for me that puts way too much pressure on it and it feels like I want something more out of this than just friendship well I, like yes I do believe in the friend zone man you just said a lot there and I'm trying to figure out like how to like organize my thoughts to say everything <laughs> I want to say I like should have taken notes on that man I've whew, gotta gather my thoughts there for a second um yeah like I mean realistically you would be dating your best friend and it would be cool if like you guys were friends first and I found that through dating like in order to date someone and have a great relationship you should be friends first like and I think it allows you to be your quirky weird self and like if you make a weird snorting sound they'll find that adorable I mean it's better that they learned that you snort now than like when you first begin dating but that being said a lot of guys like they want like they when they see you they want to ask you on a date and like that's a great way to get to know each other and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think dates are a great way to not only, like, find who, like, is going to be your boyfriend and, like, whoa, crazy story, your husband, but, like, it's also an opportunity to just, like, create friends and get to know people on a different level because, we like, everyone is different around different people. I mean, we can all, like, lie and say that's not true, but a little part of us changes on each person. No, I'm the same. Oh, yes, your resume. I keep forgetting. <laughs> <laughs> but I think... Being in a date, and I'm not saying a date has to include, like, hey, they pick you up, you go out for dinner, you go see a movie, he drops you off. I'm not saying a date includes that. I'm saying you could really do anything for your date, but allowing them to take you out on a date when, you only have, when you've only known each other a couple days or weeks, I think that's fine because, like, that's showing that they are interested in you, and that way you don't have to guess what they're feeling. You know because they asked you on a date, which makes it a lot less confusing. Like, yes, for the date it may be a little more, like, Give, make you a little bit more nervous because you're like, oh, I've known this guy long, but he asked me out, so obviously he's, like, slightly interested or intrigued, but, like, that's okay because, I mean, you said yes, so you're slightly intrigued as well, and I don't think there's anything wrong with not knowing someone very long before you're starting to date them. I mean, preferably friends, but yeah, there's nothing wrong with a guy asking you out if he thinks you're cute. And I guess what makes me sad about that fact, I think most of my issues come from, like, the culture that now surrounds dating and not dating itself. It's not the guy's actions on the date or what we tend to do as girls on a date, but the weird stigma and pressures and expectations that now, for some reason, circle around date, right? You said that it's okay to 
go on a first date if you haven't talked to him that much. I do, I do agree. I, I will never decline a first date. I think that's unreasonable and not cool, right? Um, but where I do get frustrated is I don't think there's anything wrong with it becoming friends after that. And I think a lot of guys understand. And, I mean, hopefully guys do listen to this. You know, and we're here to help the the girls out, right? We're here to help the we're entire the dating girls. population. But but truthfully, like one thing that I think sometimes guys need to understand is it's okay if you're not interested after that first date. Oh yeah. But like, it, it's okay to still be friends, right? And I'm all I'm saying is that you can't fully know a person within that first little chunk. No. So you can't expect to take this girl on a date and then be like, oh, well, I'm not really interested in her. I may as well not talk to her ever again. Like, that's not cool. That's rude. And yeah. I don't think there's any reason for us to do that as a society. Yeah. And so when you spend time on a friendship level, right, it takes away that idea of, like, I'm interested in you, right? When you think But sometimes date, it's nice to know because sometimes when people are, like, in that friend stage, yeah. you don't really know what they're well, thinking. Well, that's when you use it, right? When you know... When, or when you want them to know what you're thinking, when you want them to know that you're interested in them, or and, and then you ask them on a date like they're going to know. That is a strong statement, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's good, and that's what dates are supposed to be. But it can get confusing if you're not interested, and yeah. then you're going on a date. A lot of people just don't know how to react. When like, well, like I don't like want to ask her out again, so like the only thing for me to do is ignore her and pretend like she doesn't exist. And it's like, no, you can still smile at her and say, hey, like you don't have to become best friends with her. But mm-hmm. there's a lot but of like, also, like ground. Don't yeah, but also don't put the barrier of we can't even be friends anymore. Like yeah, I'll say hi to her because I I think we run into that more often than not. And and unfortunately we do live in a society where ghosting is a thing and that probably should be addressed later. Which as well. we will talk about. Yes, exactly. yeah, for sure. But um, aside from ghosting, right? I think for the most part you get guys and girls because girls do this too, where you just smile and wave and all of a sudden you're just acquaintances. Which I guess you always were because you only went on that one date, right? Yeah, you only spent like two or three hours together. Right, but I think that that's not giving... I think sometimes that one date isn't giving people the right opportunity to really show you who they are. No, that's why you go on more dates, though. And right, like, but then aren't they going to read into, oh, what does that mean if we're going on more dates? That means he's still interested in me. It's okay to not be interested in someone after the first date. Just don't drop them as a friend. Yeah. Continue to be their friend. You can still invite them to things because they could surprise you. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. I think we should note, just to, like, move on, I think that was a a good chunk, Um, but you and I here talking about dating, this is what this podcast is meant for, right? There's so many things in the dating realm that could be discussed, that should be discussed, and should be handled, because (laughs) sometimes we're the worst. Yes. Um, But you and I are both single. Yes, we are, and proud of it. Yeah, and... I wouldn't say that makes us less qualified. There's something that bothers me more than... Life itself. More than life itself <laughs> is when people... I have I have married siblings. Love them. But when they talk to you, like, they you don't like know what you're know doing. They know being everything. Yes. And I would hate to sit and listen to a podcast of two girls who are married talking <laughs> about how to get married. Well, and here's the thing. Because we are still single... That does mean we're experts because we are continuing to date. Like, oh, because we're saying we're single does not mean we go on dates. We do both go on dates. What we're saying is that because we've gone on so many dates, we've learned, like, the kind of not the ins and outs. We're not all-knowing creatures, but we've learned what wor- works and doesn't work, which helps us relate to everyone because we are in the same same boat that they are in. Yeah, and I think that's helpful. Yeah, because, like, <laughs> I'm sorry, I would not want to listen to a married couple 
talk for an hour straight about how their dating life was so perfect. Like, no, like, leave. My life isn't like that. I don't want, like, I love rom-coms, but shut up. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Stop shoving it down our throats. (laughs) We get it. You're married. You're happy. Drew Barrymore, I'm sick of you. Okay, why'd you have to throw her under the bus? What'd she she, do to you? Um, she's in every single rom-com. That's what she did to me. Big mistake. (laughs) Career-wise. Ever After? (laughs) Oh, that is pure gold. Of course you love that movie. Oh, it's so beautiful. Okay, so here's a question for you, Cass. Yes. Have you, I mean, you're fairly optimistic when it comes to dating. You yes. You love boys. Um, I wouldn't call you boy crazy, but I wouldn't not call you boy crazy. So by definition, are you calling me boy crazy? Yes. So okay, just so we... You said it, not me, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> um, but have you ever had, like, a bad first date? Oh, are you kidding me? I have had terrible dates in my life. Um, I want to hear one. Okay, but for the record, it wasn't, it was technically our second date. We had met. That's not a real story then. (laughs) No, (laughs) we had met like four days prior. No, I think on, yeah, four days prior, it was our second date, okay? Okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. So you had met (laughs) and you'd gone on two dates and you'd only known each other for four days. Okay, no, I think you're getting ahead of yourself. So we met Saturday night. He came to my ex-boyfriend's farewell with me on Sunday. We went for a date Monday, and so this was Tuesday. <laughs> I realize I how I don't crazy. understand your life. <laughs> <laughs> I realize it out loud that um, <laughs> kind of just proves everything I said <laughs> in our podcast, but that's fine. Um, but yeah, so for for the sake of the story, what shall his name be? It'll be. Greg. Greg is a wonderful name. So, like I said, Greg and I had met four days prior. I'm just waiting for his real name to slip up. I know, and it's <laughs> going to happen, too, and so I really hope. I mean, he's married now. He's fine. He, hopefully he oh, doesn't Oh, now listen. we know the ending of that story. Oh, shocker. Surprise alert. Thanks I told you it was spoilers. a bad... <laughs> I told you it was a bad dating story. <laughs> yeah, well, I still wanted to be kept on the edge of my sheet, man. Your sheet? My or your seat? seat? <laughs> I've watched movies in bed. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, anyways, what have you said his name was? Greg. Greg, yes. Okay. So that day, so he lived about like 30 minutes away from me. And this is when I was like living in the Salt Lake area. And he lived 30 minutes away. And so he'd asked me to come down to his hometown and to like go get dinner and like watch a movie with his family. And I was like, this guy is really cute. Yes, I'm 100% going. But all during that day at work, I just was not feeling good. And I was just like drinking water. I'm like, no, like I'm fine. Like I really want to go on this date. I'll be okay. And so then I drive down there, mind you, it's 30 minutes away, which is, like, a pretty long drive. And so we get there, and we go to Neater's, right? <laughs> Classic. Classic. And Neater's is delicious, so I ain't ashamed. But he was so sick, I couldn't even finish an entire sandwich. And he, like, looks at me, and he's like, are you, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, like, I'm fine. I just had a really big lunch today. And he's like, oh, okay. And I'm just, like, trying to keep it together, you know. And then he takes me, and you'll appreciate this so much, this adorable little cute cupcake shop. Oh, I want to kill myself. And I had a cupcake, and it was the Elsa cupcake. And I loved it. And But here's the thing. I was so sick, I couldn't even finish the dang cupcake. That sounds like my nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) Just wait. And so then he, like, asks me again. He hey, Cassidy, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, like, I'm so fine. I just, I'm just so full. And so then we're driving to his house, and um, Greg was an RM, and he, he's, he turns to me, and he's like, so just letting you know, um, you're going to meet my mom right now. <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> Mind you, this is our second date. And I'm like, huh. Back to back. 
yes. <laughs> I was like, huh, uh, uh, okay. And he was like, and yeah, I said, you know, I haven't brought anyone home since the mission. And I was like, okay, He's that's known fine. you for four days. Typical four days. RM. <laughs> Typical. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And he's like, oh, yeah, and she's going to watch the movie with us. I'm like, okay, this sounds good. So mind you, Greg was like six foot two, tall dude, right? His mom is a five foot nothing, scariest lady I've ever met in my entire life. So I go in there and I was like, hi, nice to meet you. She's like, hi, how are you? Me, hi, I'm doing so good, how are you doing? Good. Okay, cool. You Are you guys going to watch a movie? Yes, are you going to watch it with us? No. Okay, so we're going to head downstairs then. And that was my entire... She was an like, angry elf. She was, and she was like, I think the elves were taller than her. She was kidding, that was rude. Um... And so I was just like, okay, got that out of the way, just watch a movie. So we pick a movie, and looking back, I wish I would have picked a Disney movie, because Disney movies are, like, the shortest movie. You know, like, they're only, like, 80 minutes. And it's minutes. a very classic Cassidy move. Um, I'm not going to deny that fact, but I was mostly looking <laughs> at, like, the... I don't even remember, because we start watching it. Ten minutes in, I ask him, like, hey, can I, like, go use your bathroom? He's like, oh, yeah, to the top of the stairs. So I knew, so I went to the bathroom, and I just start praying. I'm like you know, I will throw up all night long. Just like, please let me make it through this movie. And then I will go home and I will do whatever you want. And so I splash some water on my face. And I was like, okay, I got this. Then I go back downstairs. Not even two minutes later, I realized I'm not going to make it through this movie. So I sit up and we were cuddling and his brothers were on the other side of the couch. Of course. Of course. And I was like, I don't feel very well. So I'm going to go home. And his face was just like, uh, uh, okay, and I was like, okay, and then I start, like, booking up the stairs, I'm like, ah, I just ruined everything, this guy was so cute, but I'm like, I do not feel good, so I go upstairs, guess who's waiting up there? Oh, angry elf. Angry elf, the mother, and she's like, is everything okay? And I was like, oh, you know, I am just not feeling good, I'm gonna head home, and by this point, Greg had come up the stairs, and his mother turns to Greg and said, Greg, why don't you as she says that, I start throwing up in my hand. Oh. And, but luckily, I knew where the bathroom was, so then I run to the bathroom so I, you know, c- continue puking my guts out. But when I get there, the seat was down, which oh. means when I threw up, it went everywhere. Collateral damage. Oh, so bad. But then I had to lift it up, which made it even splatter more on the walls. Oh. And then I start throwing up, and, th- like, there was just fluid everywhere, and it was just so bad. And Mm -mm. I threw up, like, nine times. Mm -mm. Like, Mm -mm. it was just bad, and it was the cupcake, it was the sandwich. It was just not a good combination. And so they had, like, no real towels in there. So then I had to start using toilet paper to try and clean up my throw up off the wall. And I (laughs) get it, like, I hear a knock on the door, so I open it, and Greg's standing right there. And he's holding all these cleaning supplies. And he's like, hey, I came to. I'm like, no. He's like, no, I'm going to. I'm like, no. He sounds like a nice dude. He was. He was very nice. And I just take all the cleaning supplies from him, and I just, like, grab the door, and I'm closing it. And the he was just, like, in shock. He's like, who is this girl? And so I tried to clean up the best I could. Um, apparently, the next day, he had to go and re-clean all, because I did a really bad job. But, you know, I was really sick, okay? Yeah. I tried. And, so, and then you had to drive three or 30 minutes oh, home. No, this isn't the end. Oh, my gosh. Oh, stop. no, it, get, it, gets, it gets better. So then once I clean I try to clean all up I like I'm trying to clean up like throw up off my shoes and it just I just smell bad and so I open the door and his family is sitting around the dining room table and then Greg stands up and I was like so I'm gonna go home now (laughs) and Greg was like oh like let me give you a ride home I'm like 
oh no I'm fine and his mother no he's giving you a ride home I'm like yes ma'am so we get in the car and he had to drive my car down because his brother had to drive the other car down so that he could get back but like my windows didn't roll down and we were on like the freeway and so like the smell of me just like filled the car oh no and then at one point I like sit up very violently he's like are you okay I'm like no I'm not he veers off the freeway finds a church thank goodness and then I go be sick in the church for like another 30 minutes and like you could hear it and it was just bad and then I get out and he's just like here like let me carry you I'm like literally don't touch me please don't say you let no 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 okay no I do you know how bad I smelled and there was just fluids everywhere and so then we like get to my house and um we're walking up to the door and his brother had like been there been like dude where are you like I want to go home and as we're walking up to the door I'm like just letting you know I'm like I'm not giving a hug when we get to the door he's like oh yeah (laughs) okay yeah and so we get to the door and like he goes in for hug I take a step back stick out my hand that's covered in vomit (laughs) no that part was clean that was clean (laughs) and he like looks at me and looks at my hand and looks at me again and he's just like okay thanks for the date Cassidy just shakes my hand and I go inside and my mom's just like Cassidy how was it and then I just start bawling saying I threw up in front of his mom she's like oh no and that was like my absolute worst dating story of my entire life and no one can beat it which is unfortunate but it'll ever be like in my memory yeah that is well I mean did you have another date though (laughs) um yeah we um actually got pretty serious um (laughs) but now he's married and, and I'm not married to him, so. Well, if it's the guy I'm thinking of, you guys almost got married. So, even yeah. though that was an awful first date. Second date. Second date. I don't know. They were so close that uh, it's kind of hard to tell. Um, but it kind of sounds like there is still a semi-positive ending there. Um, I mean, I guess we got past, like, you know, the whole vomiting in front of each other, which, I mean, usually, like, most people don't get past that stage until you're married. So, I mean, we... We jumped over that fence pretty early on <laughs> in the relationship. That's true. That's true. I see that. Yeah. Well, um, what about you, Anne's? Has every dating story you've ever gone on been terrible and depressing and never want to go on another one ever again? Okay, whoa. No. Mostly yes. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, no, I've had I've had some good dates. There was one, I think one of my best dates actually was a blind date, which is surprising because most blind dates are total garbage. But um, but this one was good. So I had been set up on this date. It was my cousin's wife's, like, home friend. I don't know how to explain it. They knew each other growing up. Um and I guess he was at their wedding, which I was at, which is kind of weird, but we never met then. Huh. Um, so she wanted to set me up, and she had kind of given him my number, and we had texted, like, very light, nothing, anything crazy. But then he had seen, uh, let's call him Dave. I like Dave. Yeah. It's a strong uh, name. Dave, yeah. Um, he would seen on, like, Facebook that I was interested in going to this event that was in, like, downtown Provo, and I was living up north at the time. Um, and it was a, it's this concert series, right, where you just go for free, and there's carnivals and games and all this stuff. He saw that I was going, texted me about it, and was like, hey, I was, I was planning on going to this event with a group of friends. What are you doing there? Um, I had a similar plan. I had a group of friends that I was going to be going with. So he thought of, of, honestly, I think this is the best way to that first date, especially for a blind date, to go. Mm -hmm. He was like, well, hey, since we already both have plans 
for that event, what if we just met up just a couple hours prior? We can meet each other, we can get a bite to eat, and then we have an out. And so it's like He's not smooth. weird. Yeah, and it was good, and it was very honest, right? He's like, that way we can just like go off with our friends, and it's good. I mean, if everything works out, then who knows? But like that way, there's like no pressure. Yeah. And I thought perfect. So um, I'm going down to Provo and one of those things where like he's like oh meet me at like this corner by this ferris wheel that sounds like the thing you would see in a movie and i appreciate it i'm sure this is exactly what you're thinking of yeah um (laughs) so just wait i'll try to put it in cinematic perspective for you so i i'm texting him and uh and i'm like at this corner and i'd kind of seen photos of him on facebook but you know it's like kind of hard to tell guys often aren't very good at keeping their social media up to date so i really don't really know what this guy looks like (laughs) very much anyway so he could be a serial killer yes (laughs) no but um so he calls me and I'm like at this corner and his voice is like nice I'm like oh he sounds nice but who knows he sounds nice he sounds nice he has a good voice he has a trusting voice (laughs) and uh he's like where are you at and I say oh I'm at this I'm at the corner that you told me and He's like, are you in, like, khaki shorts and this kind of shirt? And I was like, yeah, I am. So he's stalking you. Yeah. Well, are you sure he wasn't a serial killer? (laughs) At first I was like, oh, this is kind of weird. But then as I turn around, I see this uh, angel. (laughs) For better lack of word. (laughs) Just kidding. He was a lot more attractive than I was expecting. He had a very, (laughs) he had a very Efron esque vibe. Mm. He had like a good smile and it's just this tan beauty. You were the Vanessa Hudgens to Zac Efron. Uh, you know, I, I kind of hate Gabriella, but thank you for that High School Musical <laughs> reference. Um, so I turn and I'm like, dang, you know, it felt kind of like a movie. I like slowly bring my phone down like, <gasps> and he's walking and he's tan, you know, it's like summertime. Does he like flip his hair or um, something? Probably. Hi. In my mind, that's what he did. <laughs> but uh, He's like, hi, I'm Dave, nice to meet you. And he, like, gives me this, like, firm handshake, and he's like, you know what, let me give you a hug. Gives me this, like, nice hug. Was not weird at all. And I was like, what the heck? This is nuts. I've been on blind dates before. I've met people. It's never this, like, seamless. It never (laughs) feels normal, right? It's always uncomfortable. It wasn't at all. Um, So we, like, walk around the carnival, and we buy some, like, food truck food and I did not vomit all over the place so that was helpful. Wow, way to just rub that in my face, okay? (laughs) It was very vulnerable. But what was nuts is literally it was one of those situations where everything that you both are saying is like, oh me too, right? Or weird connections. Obviously he like knew my cousin, but (laughs) well I mean I'm still single so why'd you have to ruin it? (laughs) (laughs) Um but it was just very good. We were zinging a lot. It was like a fantastic date. Side note, we actually ran into someone. The guy that I talked about earlier who took me on three dates and then wanted to DTR. We ran into him. That was interesting. (laughs) And he definitely did one of those looks where he like goes to you and to the person you're with and back to you and back to the person you're with and was like, Yeah, I'm her friend (laughs) through gritted teeth, you know? (laughs) Like anyway, okay bye. (laughs) Right? Um, But it was great, and it was cool that we had a lot of the same music tastes. We were going to the same concert, obviously, but there was all these other bands that we didn't know we both liked, right? So it was really great. We're we're vibing. It's kind of getting to the time where the concert's about to start, so he's corresponding with his friends. So I'm calling my friends to see, and I'm like, oh, this is really good. We're we're getting along really well, but it's okay. I'm going to go be with my friends. It's fine. Call them. They all bail. They're like, oh, I don't want to go anymore. We're we're deciding not to go. So now I'm stranded in Provo with this guy that is super beautiful and wonderful. And we're, like, having a good friendship kind of relationship. But he has plans to be with his friends. (laughs) So he's like, oh, where's your friends at? I'll, like, take you to them. And it was like, oh, actually... 
yeah, they bailed, but don't worry. And this is what was cool is <laughs> it was it was everything felt very natural to to talk to him about. So I was like, Dave, Dave, listen, like, um, I I don't expect you to like wait for me or anything like I'm gonna I'll probably watch a song or two and then I'll just dip like go have fun with your friends this was the gig like this is what we planned it's fine like I'm really yeah. okay it doesn't bother me being alone and he was like are you kidding Ansley no you're coming with me and he didn't have to do that like and he wasn't no, that's try- super nice he wasn't him. trying to be polite he was just like no I want you to come with me and I was very flattered and so but of course me being me not wanting to be a burden I'm like dude no it's totally chill like you can call me later we can do something another time and he was like no I want I want to watch this band with you you actually know them I don't even care <laughs> like my friends are just coming so to most where he loved you I mean who doesn't <laughs> resume builder uh yeah so um we ended up like watching the concert his friends were like not really wanting to get to know me which was kind of odd but the best part was is he never like excluded me at all and he would like stand next to me the entire time even though we were with like a huge group of friends and you know it can get kind of moshy in a crowd at a concert and he was very like not authoritative but he was very strong and making sure I wasn't getting like pushed or pulled or he offered to like hold my bag just in case someone like took it a whoopah whipped (laughs) yeah it was really great um you I'll 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 keep the end of this date in the story because I think you'd appreciate it. Uh, usually I wouldn't tell it because for me it's the weeds and it doesn't matter. It was a great date, right? Uh-huh. But um, towards, like, the end of the concert, he's like, my friends are kind of bothering me. Can we just leave? And I was like, <laughs> you're so full of it. It's fine. We can stay. I'm, I'm good. He's like, no, really. Like, I want to go. <laughs> and so I was like, sure. Um, do you want to, like, walk me to my car when I had parked at, like, a a parking garage a couple blocks away, right? So we're Mm -hmm. walking, and earlier throughout the night, there was this booth that was selling, like, really wacky t-shirts, and we had bought t-shirts together, just, like, to be funny. They were, like, Harriet Tubman riding a skateboard. You are trying to wear matching shirts? No, we weren't wearing them. We just bought them because we thought they were cool. Mine was, it was funny, right? Uh Um, And it was, like, a dollar, and it was to save Provo's water source or something. I don't know. (laughs) It was for a good cause. So, um, so we're walking, and, um, and we're walking on this sidewalk and the sprinklers go on like all around us and on the grass and we like kind of get wet and freak out and I'm like ah um and I was like man that feels kind of nice it's a summer night this feels good and he kind of laughs and he was like you I dare you I dare you you wouldn't just go run through those sprinklers would you and I was like you bet your britches I would (laughs) and I I think he was kind of taken aback considering some of the girls that we had met earlier that night I, I don't think I was that type, you know? Yeah. Um, they were probably more like, no, hold my shoes, keep me away from the sprinklers. And I was like, dude, I will run through those sprinklers, but you have to do it with me. And he's like, okay, fine. So we just go booking, like, up this grass hill, your face this. right I'm now. Like, I can see you guys, like, <laughs> frolicking. And we're just laughing, we're getting drenched, and we get back on the sidewalk, and I... <laughs> this is the worst part. Then I realized that I was wearing, like, a kind of white shirt. <laughs> And, uh, oh, no. and, but he was too, he was wearing like light gray and we both start laughing. We're like, oh my gosh, thank goodness we had bought those t-shirts. And so we put on these matching t-shirts <laughs> as we this. like walked to the, to the rec, like the rest of the way to my car. So we got to my car and thank you. Nice to meet you. Very normal, friendly hug. Have a good night. And, uh, and that's where it ended. Wait, but what, what happened? 
like in the long run yeah we're still very peaches and cream um we've always been friends after we're that peaches and cream so you friend zoned him no 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 okay uh, no we we went on probably two other dates after that they were kind of spread apart because school had started and he'd gotten busy um we'd gone to like another concert of a different band that we had liked and that was super fun um and then for like maybe two or three years, like there was a chunk of time where I was in Thailand and he was doing summer sales and it was just very bad timing and bad spacing. Yeah. Um, but we always stayed in contact and we still do. Um, he's dating someone right now. They're very serious and I'm super happy for them. Um, but yeah. I mean, I wish it was you, but that's okay. I mean, sometimes I do too, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a great guy and I'm really happy for him and I, I wish him and this girl all the best because we've always just, it's always been good terms, right? We've gone on other dates and it was never, it was never stressful at the end of the night. You know how the worst time of the day is sometimes the very end, right? With with him, it was just super normal. It was never weird. And, uh, yeah, so we've just remained friends, and it was very normal. I love that. Yeah. So it there's beautiful. It sounds like, honestly, a rom-com. Like, going, running through the sprinklers together. Like, that's so cute. It's a little cliche, yeah. And my favorite part is that you participated in it. Hey, I, I can, you know, I can let my hair down. <laughs> <laughs> But I think the moral of the story is there is always bad dates and there's always good dates. No matter who you are. Yeah. And bad dates can end up better. You know, almost married. What's his face? Greg. And Greg. Greg, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and good dates can not end so well where me and this guy unfortunately aren't together. <laughs> Just kidding. You, are you okay over there? I'm not bitter. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's really good. And I think that that's the beauty of, of what dating is, right? You can make friends. Me and Dave... I would, I would still consider him a friend of mine, right? Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I mean, I'm not going to lie, by some of the people I've dated, we have not ended as friends. But, you know, I love that you guys are still friends because it shows just going back to that friendship, you know? Yeah. Being friends first and foremost or creating that level of friendship on that first date. Yeah. And that way, no matter what happens romantically, platonically, you're still good. Yeah. I'm really excited for this podcast. I think we're going to get into some really good subjects. But let me guess, you're relieved that this first date is over with? Honestly, yes. I am very relieved that this first date is over with. Ansley, it was not even that bad. <laughs> well, okay, I kind of enjoyed it. it I was, know. It was a good time. I know you did. <laughs> I know these things. I, you know, I feel like if this was a first date, I could say I'm ready for a committed relationship. Really? No, never. <laughs> a girl um, can dream. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I am really excited for next week's fun hour. Um but not so fun topic. Ooh, yes. Tomorrow, Next week we are talking about playing games and not of the Monopoly kind. Thanks for tuning in. This is Sugar and Spice. Bye.